This is the Smallmouth Crush Podcast. If you're a hardcore angler, you've come to the right place. This is a weekly podcast that will interview some of the top smallmouth bass anglers in North America. Travis and his guest will discuss what it takes to consistently catch big smallmouth, and you'll get a glimpse inside the mind of a trophy smallmouth angler. And now, here's your host of the Smallmouth Crush Podcast, Travis Manson. Hello, welcome to the Smallmouth Crush Podcast. My name is Travis Manson. Another great week talking smallmouth fishing. We're coming to an end here. Season one, what a successful season. A lot of great information. A lot of amazing anglers that we talked to. Uh, today's angler is no different. He's going to uh, share a lot of great information when it comes to uh, catching smallmouth, specifically in Wisconsin, but I'm sure you can use these techniques all across the country to help you catch more more smallmouth but before we get into it let's talk of course about the real shot uh they've been a sponsor of the podcast all season and they're my go-to shop and they should be for you as well all fishing relay they got a lot of hunting stuff as well so if you're into hunting i'd certainly check out the realshot.com and here's the cool part we're going to use my code smallmouthcrush15 on your next order you're going to get 15 percent off your order anything fishing hunting i know it's the fall i know it's that time of year but um, a lot of great products in there. Mega Bass, Kitech, Evergreen, Domeki, VMC, Rapala. You guys know the drill. Z-Man. Head on over there. Check them out and use my code SmallmouthCrush15 and take 15% off your first order. Let's bring on our next guest. Bill, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Travis. Thank you. Excited to have you on the show. I know, uh, I know you caught a few smallmouth before in the past. I mean, what's a few? I don't know, 25,000 plus? That's right. What's the number today? Well, the number to today date. is uh, 26,625 since catching my first in May of 1994. I got kind of back into fishing later in my life after being fishing as a kid. I caught my first, I got back into fishing in 1991 and uh, a little bit, and then mainly in 1992 and uh I'm happy that, uh, they, you know, just like with my swimming career many decades ago and my longtime racquetball career, I, I kept a log. So I know uh, I know my numbers and uh, caught that first one in May of 94. Uh, it took me about four years to really get into it. I, over those four years, maybe another eight or nine hundred. But uh, as of yesterday at 930 on the Milwaukee River, uh, I was at uh, twenty six thousand six hundred and twenty five. And what's been amazing, I guess I, I'm into my numbers this year. I My first goal this year was to hit my 25,000, which happened on August 4th. And then over the next 38 days, I jumped to 26,000. And uh, it's been crazy. I'm at uh, just a hair under 2,500 for uh, 2021, which surpasses my all-time best year back in 2007, where I, I, I had just over 2,000. Uh, my goal every year is 1,000, and okay. I don't hit it every year. I hit it most years, but um, this year, I guess I've hit so many this year, I could probably not fish for the next two and a half years and still hit my goal. Well, I don't think you'll be doing that. I'm no, sure I you're going to. So. Uh, so so what's what's the lifetime goal? What are we going to hit, man? What's, what's, you know, what's your plan? I have to tell you, it, it's funny. I didn't really start thinking about the numbers, um, honestly, until I was approaching 20,000. And I hit, um, I, you know, that year I was 
and, and we'll talk a little bit about this. The fishing was still a little better up in Sturgeon Bay and Door County than it is today. And I know I hit the water on June uh, June 7th uh, that year, needing two fish to hit 20,000. And I didn't know was it was going to be a two-pounder. I mean, you fished up there. Mm-hmm. Or was it going to be something bigger? And what was great was uh, 19,999 was two pounds and 20,000 was four and a half. Sure. And I did the same thing this year. Um, I stopped on the river with my waders. I remember on August 2nd at 39 smallmouth in a couple of hours, saving the last two for back to Door County. And right. I, I hit the lakeside north, and it was an extremely slow day, which is not unusual now. But all I know is that uh, 24,999 was two pounds. And very fortunately, 25,000 was again four and a half pounds. So mm. I don't know. It, it's fun for me. You know, again, you're a, a great competitive um, uh, tournament guy. Um, I'm competitive. I don't fish tournaments. I'm competitive with my numbers. I was obviously I'm an athlete. I, you know, in the Wisconsin racquetball hall of fame uh, I'm competitive, but for fishing with me, it's sort of my numbers. And um, as I get older, keeping track of those numbers is good for my mind. Sure. You know? Hopefully yeah. uh, it'll keep me uh, keep me sharp for a long time. Well, one thing I noticed um, in this podcast, especially over the last year, talking with some of these great smallmouth anglers, number one is something I want to do in the future is keep a, a log book and more specifically kind of conditions. And, you know, we forget so much. And the fact that you have a log of numbers caught, um, I mean, that's pretty cool. I have a ton of questions, but before we go any further, Bill, can you just, can we step back a little bit for people that are not familiar uh, with yourself? Could you give a quick intro, um, you know, where you came from, your background, and and uh, obviously you're from Wisconsin, some of the bodies of water that you fish on a regular basis and whatnot? Yeah, I, um, again, like I said, I fished as a kid living in Madison, Wisconsin, went to the University of Wisconsin, was on the swimming team. Things get, you know, busy. Uh, after that, it was racquetball. Might be the only guy in the United States that's played racquetball in seven decades. And um, so the fishing went away. But uh, on, on the water in northern Wisconsin of the brother-in-law's dad's resort in 1991, I'm out there and the bug hit me again. And, you know, then the next winter you buy a boat at the boat show, you know, and pretty soon you're you're out fishing. And, like I said, you know, I kept the log. And, and what was fun was um, – you know, I got involved in 1998 with St. Croix Rod. And to be honest with you, my question was, why? Hmm. And I figured I better do something to make sure that they like me. And that's when I started doing, um, you know, writing articles. And it was the next year that I, I did my first talk at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show. And, and it's been kind of fun because the, the almost 20 plus years since I've, I've had over 10,000 people at my talks. I've done uh, over 100 articles. Um, I've got my own smallie group um, that is now at a thousand guys that are all, all people that have come to my talks are, are, are asked to be involved. And so for me, it, it's fun. It, it's, it's now that I'm retired, it's, a, it's, it's even more fun, you know, from, and, and you asked a good question for me. And, and the, I love the smaller rivers. Um, I, I find them as I, I do in my talks, I say, you know, once you learn, they're pretty easy to read and they're, they're, they don't get fished a lot. And you get in your waders, you jump in your car, you can go anywhere. And along the whole southern part of Wisconsin and up through your 
hometown area up through northeast Wisconsin. There's lots of rivers that are great to wade. And the fun thing is lots of smallies, you know, a lot of little smallies, as you know. Mm -hmm. uh, for me, uh, on a river, uh, I don't note size unless they're two pounds, and there aren't that many of those on the rivers I fish. And, and in the, you know, Door County, my pictures uh, uh, only start at four pounds. And, uh, and I'm also using the Boga Grip, 3,500 world records, because I don't, I'm kind of, as you would guess, a little anal about being accurate. Um, I want to know an accurate weight. I want to know an accurate length occasionally. Um, but so the little rivers in, in southern part of Wisconsin, mostly mm -hmm. uh, southeast, southwest, and in uh, Sturgeon Bay, Door County. And in 2015, my wife and I bought a small home up there. So I'm up there even more. Prior to 2015, I only fished up there in May and June. And after 2015, you know, I try to fish uh, up there often. Um, again, I can get into it a little bit because I've been, I've pushed the DNR mo more than most, but the, uh, you know, it's been, it's been tough up there. Yeah, I mean, there still can be great days, but off the record, if you talk to your, your, um, you know, your guide friends, uh, most are, are, are struggling. Uh, and it's been just a ton of pressure. It's not just the pressure, but since Bassmasters named it number one and number two in 2014 and 15, my log numbers in May and June have dropped by more than a uh, 50%. Mm. And um, I can tell you that um, it, it's been tough. And in fact, this year, not that their rankings are scientific, this year, Sturgeon Bay did not make the top 25 in mm -hmm. the Central Division. So there's something going on, and uh, hopefully it bounces back. Yeah, hopefully it's a cycle. I mean, we see that, you know, back when I lived in Wisconsin, it was it was definitely good fishing. I come back there quite a bit. Um, it's still good. It's just a little, little tougher. You got to put a little bit more work in, you know, obviously it's not as easy as it used to be, right. but we're seeing that, uh, on Lake Ontario as well. You know, Bassmasters named it one of the top fisheries in the world. Of course, there's a lot more boats, um, uh, boat trailers, uh, in the parking lots now. And so there is definitely some fishing pressure. And of course we have, um, we have a, a unique thing up on Lake Ontario where our guides, uh, actually keep a lot of the smallmouth, uh, mm -hmm. as opposed to some of the guides in Wisconsin where it's more catch nobody. and release. Yeah. It's nobody, a rare case this summer. I saw one of my guide friends, an outstanding guide, and he was out with some guys that were, were good, good anglers. And they, I could see something weird and they did have a fairly good size smallie that was being kept. But the problem was it, it had a problem when they caught it. Mm -hmm. And these guys were, one guy's a taxidermist. So it, you know, it didn't go to waste, but it's it's a rare, rare case where yeah. it almost never happens with the guys. No, which I think is great, which I think is great for, for the obviously the fishery and, and the education. I just don't know for some reason that part of Lake Ontario I fish, there's a there's a core group of people that love to have smallmouth bass for a shore lunch and well, it happens every day. That would be a it would be very difficult for me. I have to be careful. Um, you know, you're, you're well known where you are and, and, you know, I'm driving around with a boat with my name on the engine and I have to be really careful when I see people, uh, you know, bed fishing or things that I don't like. I, I, I can't, I have to be, if anything, if I educate, I have to be very nice. 
Sure. No, I totally. I, I try to. And, and I totally get it. Yep. Yeah. So these rivers that you fish, the smaller streams, things like that, is this something that you can? I, I'm assuming. So the smallmouth season is that open year round now in Wisconsin? No. Well, it is. Um, and I and my, I guess my question with that is, do you fish during the winter months in some no. of these streams? Okay. okay. No, I pretty much. You know, I, I'm. You know, it's getting. You know. I don't want to be too much of a wimp, but I'm, you know, it's, I want to wait till the weather's a little better. So <laughs> sure. Pretty much, you know, it's the typical opening season, early May through, um, you know, I'm, I'll be going back up Sturgeon Bay uh, in a couple of days for a week. And then depending on the long range, I may hit that first week in November, then the boat gets winterized, but I've got my, uh, my Jackson kayaks. I've got trailers in both locations, Malone trailers. I'll hit the, the river, uh, you know, uh, the Milwaukee River, maybe the Wisconsin River, you know, in I've fished as late as early December. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's it's just weather dependent. Um, What's your favorite time to fish those rivers? Well, you know, funny, I would say probably midsummer through the end of October. Um, mm-hmm. The uh, because I've been keeping a little closer look at the numbers, um I mean, this summer I've had five or six days at, a, you know, four hours, five hours at a, at a hundred smallmouth. And I, I still haven't, I, the only record I haven't broke, I've got a back in the, the 2000s at a Southwest Wisconsin River. I have 134 small, a six hour day. And um, I've come close this year, but uh, I, I did look at and I, October, if the weather, I mean, it's been great here. Mm-hmm. Uh, October, September, October can be super. But uh, typically with, you know, spring being usually wet, um, sometimes I don't fish rivers until after July 4th. Okay. And that was almost the case this year. I fished a little earlier uh, a few days, but most of it's come after July 4th. Hmm. Hmm. Do you find yourself going back to the same stretches or do you like to explore? Are you looking for new water? What's your motivation when it comes to, to catching fish out of a river? Well, you know, one of the things that I try to do, and we're going to talk about lures, and I'm holding up a little bitty cereal bowl. Hmm. And I'm not exaggerating. You look at 26,600 and whatever smallmouth, most have come on what's in Ooh. this little bowl. Well, we're going to have to so talk about that. We are. And and with the rivers, I yes, I like to explore. Um, it's a key word I use in my river talks where I say, look. Get, I used to say, get the Wisconsin Gazetteer. Now I say, get on Google Maps. Do some, do some exploring. You know, you'd be amazed at what you're going to find. You get away from the bridges and the dams. There are stretches of all the rivers that have never seen a fishing lure. Mm-hmm. And so I like to explore. However, I, I'm also, because of this whining, you know, the, the numbers, I want to get to places that are going to be productive. And probably going back to with the rivers, fishing my first rivers in the mid-1990s, I know pretty much where to go. Mm-hmm. Yet, I did a little, I've done some exploring this year. And um, on, on, you know, the Milwaukee River and found a stretch that is somewhat near where I usually go, but it it's new to me. And it's been actually pretty good. Um, again, people have to realize most of these smaller rivers this isn't the Susquehanna where people are holding up five and six pound smallmouth. You know, uh, the pyramid is 
take yesterday, the couple hours, 30 fish, there were there was a two pounder and there was four or five, one and a halfs. And then there was a lot of just fat little, you know, nine, 10, 11 inches. Mm-hmm. It's still fun in the current though. Right, right. So some key baits. Let's talk about that cereal bowl and what, what we're dealing with. Well, okay, we're going to do that because we're going to start off with the little lure that was my first and still is greatest river lure. I bought it, one of these in 1995 and used it on a pond the very first time and caught two big bluegills. And I hmm. thought, this is great. And it's the little rebel teeny wee crawfish. Okay. Quarter inches long, number 14 trebles, but you'll see, I actually change out the back treble to a number eight or 10, which really helps. They don't bend and break. But I have to tell you that of my number of smallies, probably uh, by the end of this year, uh, about 15, 16,000 have come on rivers and probably five, 6,000 have come on the teeny wee crawfish. Um, for these little rivers that are two, three feet deep, even a foot, two feet, this little guy swims. I'm getting uh, confused with the, but mm-hmm. nose down, bounces off the rocks and, and things. And it's got a tight, tight wiggle. It's got a pretty neat profile. It's, it's a winner. And wow. the last couple of years, you know, going away a little bit from it, it's come back big time. Hmm. So that's a, that over my smallie lifetime. I've probably fished the Rebel Teeny Wee Crawfish as much as anything. In fact, color doesn't always make a huge difference because I think it's the size, the profile, and the tight wiggle that attracts the the smallies. And the and um, again, going with the larger back treble. I'm not everything you're going to see me talk about except for this. No trebles, all mm-hmm. single hooks. Uh, but this is still not a very big treble. So it, it, I don't find it being a problem. What are you, uh, are you throwing that on a spinning rod? I am. I, I, it's funny. I, I'm a hundred percent spinning rods. Um, being involved with St. Croix each of the last, you know, 20 years, you know, every couple of years I, I get a bait caster mm-hmm. and it sits there for a year or two, never gets used. So, you know, I'm a hundred percent spinning. And the other thing is with what I do, if you look at, let's just look at, it doesn't matter what series, but if if you look at the rods that I've used in on the rivers this year, they're all six foot nine, medium light, extra fast, six foot 10, medium light, extra fast. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's a, a rod that can throw the little teeny wee crawfish, throws the other things I'm going to talk about, enough um, backbone that you get the fish in quickly. Uh, when you look at Sturgeon Bay, um, if you would have, uh, you know, one of the things I'll, I'll mention, uh, which I used for the first time on August 1st of 2016, was the Ned Rig mm. with the Green Pumpkin Gobi yeah. TRD. Okay? Chartreuse Head, yes. Chartreuse Head, which I started using in 2017. Let me just tell you that if you would have asked me in 2018, Bill, what's the absolute best rod? For this presentation, which since August 1st of 2017, we're looking at 5,000 smallmouth on the Ned Rig with 99% coming on Green Pumpkin Gobi TRD. Mm-hmm. I would have yes. said, hey, six foot nine, six foot 10, seven foot medium light, extra fast. Well, on August, 
again, a log helps Travis. So mm-hmm. you don't have to think I'm a genius with these dates. But August 12th of 2018, on the lakeside north, I lost four or five big, not four pound, five to six pound smallies using my Ned rig. And all I could figure was my medium light rods for that big fish was mm-hmm. just not enough backbone to sink the little, you know, I'm using number, I mean, one fifteenth and one tenth ounce uh, jigs. Sure. Um, and so the next year, 2019, I went to, and I stick with that, up there, I'm using six foot 10, medium, medium extra fast. Okay. And seven foot medium extra fast. And this year with their victory series, I love their seven, three medium extra fast. So there's a, you know, pretty much the rivers are these, that length, medium light extra fast. And up there, it's just a little more backbone. And so hmm. that those are the rods I'm using for these presentations. And, you know, we're talking presentations, you know, certainly the Ned rig, um, it can be great on rivers too. The negative is all these rivers have a ton of rock. So be prepared to lose a lot of jigs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm using um, the Z-Man, you know, their Ned locks. Yes. Yep. Really nice uh, keeper mm-hmm. or the little shrooms, which has a, a keeper and they're nice too. I like the Ned locks a little better because the hook is better. It's thicker. Yes. I, I throw just like you. I'm, I'm a huge fan of the Ned rig. And that is the exact setup I throw. Now I'm I'm a little I'm not saying every to each their own. Uh, I'm still a seven foot medium light on those Ned rigs as far you know, as a rod goes. I, I have to tell you, for when I first used the Ned rig, August first of that year, it, I mean it's hilarious. I had been asked by a friend, "Hey, you want to meet me over on the Ocanto River?" You obviously know the with our kayaks. And I go, oh, God, you know, that's 90 miles, 90 miles from my house up there. Now I'm just, no, I'm not going to go. So I went out to one of the islands on the Green Bay. I sat with my spot lock for one six-hour period. I did 62 smallmouth with Mm -hmm. a bunch of four-pounder. I'm going, hmm, this is interesting. Mm. So later in the month of August, I'm on a little river in southwest Wisconsin, Four hours. The first one hour, I caught 15 smallies on this little booyah buzzbait, the little bitty guy. It's fun. But then the next three hours, I went to the 115th ounce mm-hmm. with both the tube Z, the little tube, yep. and, the, and this, the TRD. I ended after four hours with 82 smallmouth and some bigger ones because this was getting down. Even if the deep area might only be three feet, it was getting down there where some of the bigger fish were bigger mm-hmm. on a little river, two, mm-hmm. two and a half pounds. So now I'm not from Missouri, but I'm a believer, starting to become a believer. Well, I went back to this Island on September 2nd. We're talking a one month period, three times out. I sat for five hours at a 57 smallmouth, and I'm going, this is un- unbelievable, this Ned rig. And so for me, it's been, you know, a, a huge part of my my arsenal yeah. uh, since then. Um, 
And it, it still is really good. But I have to tell you, um, and I'm going to jump back. And I, and I hope you don't mind me jumping back. But, um, and again, I remember my last, second to the last day on the water in 2007 up there. And I'm uh, south of Sturgeon Bay. And I see another guy who I recognize as a St. Croix guy. And my brother's with me and we putt over and I go, hey, how you doing? And he told us how he was doing. It was better than us. Hmm. I go, gee, what are you using? You know, typically I wouldn't do this, but I knew the guy. Sure. Goes, well, I'm using the Kalen's Lunker Grub. I go, you're kidding. I said, hmm. I use these little bitty skinny grubs. Uh, they're okay. He goes, well, here. And he reaches in and he gives my brother and I like a double handful. So probably the equivalent of three or four packages. And my brother's going, can we pay you for those? He goes, no, 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 no. Okay, thanks. Well, between that day and my the next day, I ran out. Hmm. Um, and I literally remember tying my boat up on that last day when Howie's tackle was downtown. And I ran the six blocks and bought two packages. Well, I that's, you know, 2007. And I'll just give you, I'm holding up here a four-inch Kalen's Lunker Grub in blue pearl salt and pepper because this is a, the best and the only color I use on rivers. Okay. The, the color, and I, I again, I got the log. So um, in 2014, in my opinion, the last year that the fishery was truly world-class in Sturgeon Bay, I in May and June, I caught 714 smallmouth. Every, every one, not 700, every one came on the four inch, the color smoke, salt, and pepper with the gopher tackle jig in either the 116th or the, uh, get this, get myself here, right? Uh, or the 332nd. And so, you know, obviously I had some a tremendous 10 years or more with, with the, and there's, it's still a great presentation. I use it more on the rivers, mm-hmm. but um, you know, that's just something that I've used. I, I've had the argument and, you know, uh, Travis, do you remember years ago? Do you remember Tim DeWittiak? Yes. Yeah. Tim was a top guide up there. He's not guiding anymore. Tim and I would have, he owned Howie's early on, but uh, we'd have the, we'd have the discussion four inch or five inch. And again, they both work. I just felt that the slightly smaller profile for me worked better than the five inch. So that was just another great presentation that still is phenomenal on the rivers and on the rivers. I'll even go down to the three inch, um, Hmm. which uh, I think my opinion, uh, a lot of guys will say, Hey, big is what you should use to catch big fish. I think small catches everything. That's my opinion. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a finesse guy. 100%. And um, so uh, that I've kind of given you leading into, you know, the, the, the Ned rig with the, the Z-Man products kind of brings me into the, the last couple of or three years. Um, The, what's, what I've been um, real excited about because it's been real successful for me and I used it for the first time 
really in the fall of 2019 with great success, and that was the Kitech. Um, this 2.8. is a this is a 2.8, mm-hmm. and I I have to tell you that at that time I had three eights and three threes, and the three three outfished the three eight. Last year I began using the 2.8, mm-hmm. and it. I don't even, this is what I use. Sure. Um, and the fat swing impact in, you know, I usually use something that's got a darker color up top and a lighter color on the bottom. Has it's hard been, to see. Is that like a rainbow shad or? I think this might be just the shad. Shad, but, okay. You know, you're right. Shad, black shad, goby, rainbow shad, silver flash, uh, smoke, silver. These are all the colors that I that I use um, surprisingly, I don't use their smallmouth magic, but uh, these have been really, really good. I mean, obviously, you know, and everyone who uses them knows the negative is they are very fragile. Mm-hmm. And you say, what's your record number of uh, fish mm-hmm. on a Kitech? And someone say, I caught three. Holy mackerel, three. Sure. I mean, many times after one fish, they're shot. I will tell you that um, on the rivers, What's interesting is I've literally, you know, you bite off the end and you try to rethread it, you turn it over. I've literally, when they've gotten two thirds of the way down, I've hooked that onto the jig like a minnow, just letting it swim behind. And it doesn't make on the rivers, mm-hmm. it doesn't make a whole lot of difference. So I've been a big fan. And this year it's been um, for the very first time. Uh, one week ago, not one week ago, it was uh, about 10 days ago, I dro- did the drop shot. Very first time uh, hmm. on on October 1st. And I, I had pretty good luck, to be honest with you. And I'm mm-hmm. going to be, you know, I've got the weights. I've got the VMC spin shot, which makes it easy. I've got different things at work, even though I've, I have had uh, just in the last two weeks, a number of guys note they like using the uh, TRD. Uh, on their drop shot because it, sure. it it's buoyant mm-hmm. with that elastic plastic. So it gives a little different look, but I'm going to do more drop shotting. Um, but I've been, I've been really pleased with how well the uh, 2.8 is done, even in these tougher conditions this year, it's, it's been probably my best presentation up there and has been really, really, really good on the rivers. Um, the other thing that, um, again, uh, I try to keep things simple. I mean, the KISS, you know, keep it simple, Schultz. Um, I got an email from a guy from New Jersey two, three weeks ago, just had read some of my articles and things, and he said, Bill, thank you. You've saved me time and money because you've put me right to things that work, and not that much. I mean, it's not that mm-hmm. many items. Yeah. But I will tell you that two things in the last, and I'm going to grab the other one, these have in just literally in the last month have become phenomenal little river lures. One being the just the swing impact, the little yep. skinny version of what I showed you. Mm-hmm. Um, three inches. It's really, really, really good. The other one being the Kitech little easy, uh, the easy shiner. Yep. Once again, three inches. It, it's really, really good. I took some video with my phone of this swimming in current to give people the idea of the tail movement. And and this is 
not just great, it's phenomenal. I, um, I saw that uh, my friends at Tradition Media put out a release on two guys, one I know quite well, who got 100 bass on a Z-Man product. Sure. And then I emailed my key guy at Z-Man last week, and I said, hey, I just want you to know that I took, I took this off at 150. Hmm. I didn't have to. I just thought I would. Right, right. So this is the little slim swims. Yep. It comes in a 2.5 and a 3. Mm-hmm. I think this is a 2.5. I actually kind of like the 3 a little bit better. And um, so there you go. I mean, that the um, swing impact, the easy shiner, and the slim swims are three new things that just have been tremendous on the rivers. And um, I'm thinking that all three could be actually pretty decent drop shot lures. And I think um, we'll see what happens with some just swimming them up in, up in Sturgeon Bay. So these are just, this is it. Um, That's, that's what I'm using. I mean, 20, you know, almost 2,500 this year. Um, You just saw, I haven't caught any on the little booyah buzz bait. I haven't used that this year, but Uh everything else. So, it is, it is pretty simple. I, I mean, if I'm out in my kayak, I'm out in the waders, I do not have to, you know, in the kayak, I mean, literally a gallon, small little pack of yeah, tackle yeah. Ziploc bag. Yeah. Or if I'm in one of my paddle kayaks, it's got the nice little hatch. Hey, I can put all my lures, my, my water, my phone, my camera, a few extra mm-hmm. rags. And I still have room. Um, yeah. because I'm not taking, you know, the kitchen sink. And that's my mm-hmm. deal. I, I just like, I want to get to the places that I'm going to be able to have success quickly. I also don't want to be messing around with, um, a lot of different lures. I, um, it's, it's amazing, uh, how little works so well. Uh, and I guess my numbers, you know, it's not like, oh, yeah, I've, you know, I'm, I've, I've caught like 500 smallmouth this year. These are really great lures. No, I, you know, I, I'm catching thousands, and these are really great lures. Sure. Yeah, keeping things simple. I'm with you. I went through phases, you know, all these different colors, things like that. I I do have it narrowed down now, and a lot of the baits that you talked about, I can't disagree. That Easy Shiner, that 2.8, uh, those are baits that, I always have with me and they're always tied on. And of course, I agree. That, you, that TRD. I was, you know, I, I've got uh, a Jackson Cusa FD, which is really nice with the pedals because it almost like the spot lock. If I'm in rougher water, especially, you know, it's up, that's up in Sturgeon Bay. It can, it can hold me. It, it's, it's, it's really good. But I can tell you that uh, a couple of days after opening day a year ago, I'm somewhere else in Door County on a smaller body of water where the winds are gusting to 30 miles an hour straight down this body of water. And I'm at the end that's getting the worst of it. Mm -hmm. I'm in a paddle kayak, a big one, but a paddle kayak. I'm out there catching. I got three fish that were five pounds and I'm catching them on this. And it's like, I'm, I'm still fishing when I should be getting off the water, not afraid, but it's like, you know, I'm paddling back to where I, I launched 
And I'm for the first time looking at the shore, wondering if I'm making any progress. So <laughs> I've had just really, really good luck. Um, but, you know, you and, and Travis, in your questions, you asked, um, and we've, t- we've talked around, you know, size and things like this. I've got a Canon, um, their first version of their water, you know, their underwater camera. And I think that Canon uh, D10 um, probably has taken more pictures of big smallmouth than any other camera in the world, mainly because I've been mm-hmm. using it for many years. Not that other people aren't catching that as many or more, but um, the the thing that that you know I try to do is you know I, I've got the thing mounted on my windshield of my boat with a Ram camera mount. It's great because I can you know, hit the self-timer, stand there and smile and get that fish. I get them in extremely fast, as fast as anyone I've seen. And I get them back in the water really, really fast. Mm-hmm. But what, you know, what I've been talking about, the the three little swim baits that I just talked about, That's those are new to me. And sure. it's like, hey, I tried them. They're phenomenal. And, and for me, before I communicate with, on this podcast, or to my group, or put them in one of my talks, be honest with you, it's not like, hey, Bill, here's this great lure. We're going to give you some. Would you tell people about it? No. I need to use it have and have great success. I, mm-hmm. I remember when I started talking about the Kalen's Lunker Grub, only one person emailed me and said, God, I just, I'm having no luck with it. Mm-hmm. So I emailed back and I said, well, how are you fishing it? He goes, well, I'm bouncing it off the bottom. I go, well, what you need to do is swim it slow and steady and as slow as you possibly can to give that give that tail the long, wispy, tall tail, the ability to, to just undulate. Mm-hmm. That's how it was designed. He got back to me and said, oh, my God, he said, yeah. oh, it's working. So I want people to say, Bill, what you told me about is great. I I put out to my group that I recently I tried the, the drop shotting and I had some success. I get responses back. Oh yeah, it really works well, but I still love the Nedrig and the you know the Kalins. But mm-hmm. um, but you know you you talk about you know big fish. Um, I fished you know uh, Sturgeon Bay again until 2015 only in the spring. Um, I actually wondered, and you and I, Travis. I'm, I'm sure you've you've had some big smallmouth, and I've had quite. I had, up until last November, I had a fair number in that six to six and a half pound range, and I actually began to wonder. You know, am I going to? You know, I know the fishery. It, it, when people start talking about, oh, make it sound like you can go up there, five pounders or dime a dozen. Hey, you'll get a six pounder, and you know what? You might get something bigger. They make it, it's it's not that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know who Dale Storshine is. Okay, Dale's in the Freshwater Hall of Fame. He's, he's a great guide. One of the, maybe the best known guide up there. He, he's done TV and. Yeah, absolutely. Else. Well, I saw him interviewed uh, a few years ago. And Dale talked about, uh, it was 27 years on the water up there before he got his seven plus. Mm-hmm. Well, I had sold my previous Yarcraft and the young kid was going to pick it up on November 9th, a Monday last year. So I'm up there from the day before election day, November 2nd through the 9th. 
the weather was phenomenal. You're from Wisconsin. I mean, we're talking 50 to 65 every day. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I, I've done like 10,800 smallmouth in Sturgeon Door County alone. So I've only been skunked two days until November 2nd and 3rd. Hmm. And I could tell it was not good. I was north three, four hours, nothing. What the heck? And uh, so I come south to a certain location. And you know what I hate is when I'm out and someone's over there and they're catching fish and I should be, and I'm not. Sure. Right. Right. This guy, and, and I have to tell you, your real shot store, this guy happened to be the father of one of the real shot staff members. Okay. And he's a good guy. And I, I said, I got someone, I said, Hey, I got to ask you, what are you using? I said, I'm <laughs> right. sorry to bother you. Yeah, I normally don't do that, but what the heck? Sure. Well, he goes, I'm using a, a small kind of fat tube. tube yeah. Tube. Yeah. So I had some, and this is a Wednesday. I caught a few more, a little bit better on Thursday. And I ran into the guy at the boat launch at the end of Friday. And he, he mentioned a certain color, <clears throat> which happens to be this color. Mm-hmm. And I had that. Um, a very subpar year was all but forgotten because November 7th, 8th, and 9th, the 50 smallmouth that I caught with uh, 30, uh, four pounds, two, my personal best on the Boga Grip, seven and a quarter. And it was interesting because we're in deep, deeper water, which I been fishing a little bit late the last two years and our friend Dale Stoshine is with clients very close about mm-hmm. 30 yards away I hold this thing up and I go Dale my first seven plus right right if the water temp's 46 I'm trying to get it back in the water quickly I quickly measured it was 21 and a half it was on the boulder grip so I'm putting this big guy back in the water and Dale is right there he said, Bill, I wanted to see it. You know, something. And I go, Dale, boga grip. He go, oh, man. He said, nice fish. So I thought it was kind of funny because Dale is, you know, a great guide and a good guy. And to have caught my personal best, basically the same number of years it took him to catch his mm-hmm. seven plus. What was interesting with that exact same tube, this was early afternoon on the 7th. The next morning, I did my number two. It was an inch shorter, and it was six twelve. Yeah, and um, yeah. at that point, I yanked that tube off and decided to save it. And it was just, you know, it was interesting because I'm not a tube guy, and the reason is, um, f- most of my fishing up there until more recently has been done in shallower water, Travis. And as you know, there is scum on the rocks year round up there. Mm-hmm. And when you get a, a real blow, that scum even comes up and gets into the water column. Yep. So I've not been a tube guy, even though I've always said, if you can find an area where you're not getting. Yeah, clean bottom. Yep. They're great. So mm-hmm. that being said, um, I guess as I now move into this next week and maybe that first week in November before I get the boat winterized, I will be, you know, doing the tubes in, in deeper water. And it, it really paid off. And, and quite honestly, and I, I, you know, there's a lot of great companies out there. 
just for the heck of it, I ran, I was, do you know Doug Schreiber? Sounds familiar. Now, Doug had a TV show and was a guide. Okay. Yep. A few years ago from Green Bay, originally from Milwaukee. But anyway, Doug mentioned, um, said, Bill, get online and check Right Bite Baits in Batesville, Arkansas. And I did. And I hmm. found that their per 10 price on the insert jigs and the the tubes was so good that it was almost like I was very surprised. And I sure. know that they make them for, for you know, third parties. So anyways, I got a, a box now with some tubes. I'm ready to go. And so, you know, I, you know, when I head up next week, it'll be the Kitech 2.8. It'll be the Ned rig. It'll be uh, some drop shotting and it'll be the tube. It'll be four things. Mm. And I would think between those four things, now that it looks like the temperatures are going to not get ridiculous, but it'll cool a little bit. I'm hoping things pick up. Um, they've not been the best, to be honest. Sure. Almost, uh, you know, I mean, this year it's been, you know, out on some phenomenally highly rated solar lunar days, you know, and, and as you know, you know, it's wonderful to cruise around with no wind up there, which rarely happens. Mm-hmm. But um, I would much rather have three, four footers than nothing. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? You're on the big water where you guide. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right, guys, some really great information. We're going to take a quick break here. Are you interested in saving money on your fishing tackle or fishing gear purchases? Want to get sponsorship pricing without having to wear a patch on your jersey or wrap your bow for a 20% discount? For me as a guide and a tournament angler, I spend a lot of money on equipment and gear. So every bit helps. I joined the Insiders Club at a site called OutdoorSponsors.com, and I encourage everyone to do so as well. It's a yearly membership. When you sign up, you get 20 to 40% off any brands that they partnered with. It's super easy. You sign up, you get a code, and I'm actually going to give you a code to get 50% off your first year's subscription. So it's really a no-brainer. They have top brands like Bass Mafia, Rapala, TH Marine, Aquaview, over 80 brands. So head on over to OutdoorSponsors.com and use my code CRUSH50, that's all caps, to save 50% on your first year's membership. Pretty cool deal. Let's get back to the podcast. Wow. Yeah, it's interesting because I was going to ask you, I, I wrote it down here actually, uh, when you went through your your cereal bowl of baits, I had tube because I want to ask you why why isn't there a tube in there? And of course, we covered that. Secondly, I want to ask you, I would peg you as an inline spinner guy. Have you ever dabbled with that in these streams? Like, uh, I'm just a little shocked. That's all. Well, you know, here's here's the reason, and and. Um, I'm friends with Mike Sheldon, who has Meps and Mister Twister, and um, I do an e- I do an event. I started doing it. Unfortunately, I've had to postpone the last few years. But a, a, a really, some people say it's the best smallmouth event in the country for an evening. It's called Smalley Night Out. I do it in Southeast Wisconsin. Uh, it sells out every year. 130 people, which is the max, um, and Mike provides for my free raffle, which I give away about $7,000 worth of, no one leaves early, but um, he provides the inline spinners and they're, they can be absolutely great. And I do have them in my river talk. What I have found quite honestly, 
um, I'm going back to the, the Kalins. I was just finding swimming the Kalins grub was, was doing better for me. Okay. Sure. And, and what I do in, in some of my talks, there are a few other things that as we go back, I mean, you remember, I mean, I remember nose hooking uh, a, a, a super fluke, you know, twitch, twitch, let it sit. Is that still going to be good? I bet it is. I just mm-hmm. haven't used it because other things seem to work better. So yeah. I leave a few things in that I say, you know, I used to use this, but I'm finding I use this and get a little better success. Yeah. The inline spinners, and you mentioned Little Rivers. I ran into a former tournament guy a month and a half ago who lives in, in Door County now. He's out there having really good luck with an inline spinner, you know, off the Strawberry Islands up there. Mm-hmm. So I think um, there's there are a lot of good things out there that are not just out there to sell a fisherman on buying it. There's a lot of good things that, that work. And I'm, I'm always open to that. And, and what I've showed you just in the last couple of months with these small swim baits, uh, are, are, you know, proof of that, but yeah, right. yeah I, I, I should, and I haven't. Right. Because right. Other things have just seemed to work a little bit better I, for me. Believe me, I totally get it. There's not enough time in the, in the day, uh, to throw all these different baits. And I'm like you, I go back and forth. I'll stop using something for a year or two, bring it back into the arsenal and be like, man, this really worked. Why did I stop? Why did I stop using it? So well, I, I got to tell you, as you were, you know, I was flashbacking to, you know, uh, Sturgeon Bay and you, you know you're on the big water all the time and I've been you know going back to my first time in the water actually I went with Doug Schreiber with my brother-in-law it was the very first time I went in in May of 1995 and I remember saying to myself hey I think I can do this I mean my boat wasn't that big but I think I can do this but it's funny I in all my days on the water up there I don't stay out all of every day but well over 600 days um, I've only been had the scared out of me one time mm-hmm. and it happened to be one year ago. It's like the campfire story. One year ago, yesterday, October 13th, we're coming around the point in Ellison Bay, knowing I probably shouldn't have launched at sister Bay. That's sure. first time I've ever faced seven and eight footers that um, reminded me of the, the videos I see with the fishing, the big fishing boats going over backwards. Right. Right. So I'm on the water. I, I'm going to the river yesterday and you see my band aid. And I am got one of the, this is kind of a nice jig for swim baits too with the fish head. This mm-hmm. is that Z-Man um, fish eyes with the Z on the end. And it's really great, but it's got a pretty big number one on hook. And I'm sharpening, I, had a, I dinged it. So I'm on my fisherman tool, I'm sharpening it on the groove and the thing comes flying off. And now at seven o'clock in the morning, it's embedded hmm. Right. Sure. And it's embedded beyond the barb. Yeah. And it's straight in. So I can't even push this thing out. So I grab my pliers, my teeth, and I pulled and pulled and pulled. I pulled it out backwards. So I'm thinking, I need to be extra careful when I'm on the water on October 13th. So (laughs) I, um, I, I, I didn't, I, I haven't got it infected, but, and it doesn't hurt too bad. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know the whole thing, the, you know, smallies are fun. I get asked, um, uh, and I, you know, I put up, you know, I, I'm on a number of sites, um, 
and my own Smalley Central, which doesn't have a lot of followers. But on a lot of these sites, um, you know, small uh, St. Croix enthusiasts, Wisconsin fishing, stuff like this. And, you know, I've had people say, is that all you fish for, is smallmouth bass? And, you know, it's funny. I I am not tired of it. Um, I remember on that day in late May of 1994 um, on Delavan Lake, um, walleye, I was going to walleye fish. I caught over 100 undersized walleyes. Mm. But I caught a dozen of these fish that I assumed were smallmouth bass. And I thought, these are pretty cool. And that's like I said, it was over the, the next four years, you know, to where over those four years, I caught, I think, just under 900. And it wasn't until 98 where I had that, you know, a three, 400 fish year and then things began to build. I've not tired of it. They are. But they are fun. They are fun. A lot of good stuff. Bill, I really appreciate you uh, hanging out with us. I know we're uh, we're running out of time here. So a couple questions I try to get to with every guest. I'd love to know. I already probably know what uh, the second question I'm going to ask you. I probably already know the answer. I'm sure our viewers do as well. But as far as your personal best, as far as weight, um, you, you talked about it. You caught it. What was it exactly? It was and seven, um, seven and a quarter. Seven and a quarter. On the boga grip. So it wasn't me going, I was, no offense, I wasn't doing my guide thing. Hey, man, sure. Nice 20 incher. I'm yeah. sorry. I just, I can't, you know, if I was a guide, I'd be doing that too. You pull a nice 19 incher out and you go, oh my God, look at that thing. Hey, if the client says it's six pounds, it's six pounds. <laughs> you don't disagree with them. I know. I'm just having fun. <laughs> so, okay. So, but that's, so, yeah, that's a great fish, but you caught a handful of those. Um, as far as, Number wise, one more time, where are we at? Okay. And I was going to say, I mean, size, because of, of course, keeping the log, um, I'm now at um, about 700 smallies between f- four pounds and seven and a quarter. Um, gotcha. You know, I think uh, the, the percent has gone up in recent years, but mm-hmm. I'm at 20, 26,625. And, and now that I'm getting so darn close to like another big number. I'm, I may be focused on trying to hit 27,000 yet this year. And, you know, the year thing, you know, I'm at, you know, just about 2,500, just under 2,500, you know, I mean, I could a few more good days on the river. I mean, it'd be kind of cool to hit 3000 for the year. I don't, okay. I, that would be a, a little bit of a stretch, but right. we'll see. now, if I could give you, I'm going to say, this is one bait you can use for the following year to try to catch 3000 fish what what is that bait going to be? You know, and I hate not to say the Ned rig. That's why I thought you were going to say. I know, I know, but I have to say, I'm probably because of the rivers. You have to catch three. No, no, no. Oh. You have to catch three thousand fish like this. You have to like okay. for a well, million dollars. I don't know. With, I'm sticking with wow. like the two point eight uh, Kitek. Really? Um, because it's been with the rivers being so rocky. It just drives me crazy to be continuing to have to tie on, you know, another jig, another this okay. or that. I will tell you on the rivers, what I have done is because the little Z-Man tube Z, it's mm-hmm. hollow and it's mm-hmm. lighter. It is a little better on the rivers because it does with that light jig bounce with the current a little better. Mm-hmm. Whereas the TRD is solid. It yes. gets down there. But I would I would say one of these. One of these swim baits that I talked about, whether it be the the slim swims, the three inch slim swims, yep. or 
one of the the Kitech, uh, um, the fat swing or the, yeah. the swing impact. Okay, very good. Wow, yeah, I can get behind that. We've had uh, quite a few guests uh, this year mention that that they would go with a uh, a swim bait, Kitech being one of them. Um, Two point eight certainly my go to color. I'm with you or size. I'm with you. I started out three point eights, and I have a bunch of them. And I just don't <laughs> use them anymore. 3.8. Right. I've got a bag full. <laughs> There's nothing, you know, listen, I know they still work. I know guys are still catching them with a 3.8. But I started going with 3.3, whether it be a straight uh, swim bait or maybe on an Alabama rig. And then I've also been dealing a lot with these smaller swim baits like yourself, a 2.8 uh, on a small eighth ounce uh, jig head. Seems to be out fishing. Um, Everything in the in you know, those sizes. That was, and you're a, a phenomenal, a phenomenal angler and guide and uh, and communicator. I mean, I'm real impressed with you know you know you're really good behind the microphone. But um, the you know again, it goes to me literally back to day one with small catches everything, finesse catches everything, and, and don't tell me oh gee I'm not going to catch the big fish on, on finesse. Hmm. Sorry. You know, I think, you know, once you get out there and do it, you're going to find that um, small catches everything big and small. Yes. Um, and hmm. on the rivers, you have to go small. And, um, you know, I just think with the pressure on the big water, with the numbers being down and I, and it's not just bed fishing and tournaments you know, I'm doing an article next spring, uh, which is going to be the argument for immediate release tournaments, which I'm 100% behind. I've got the, the key staffer with MLF, plus a number of other key people that will be a part of that article. Uh, there, uh, You take Sturgeon Bay and Durr County. A few years ago, we be, began seeing the open source. Okay, is this related to a virus? Is that killed fish? Something that um, has began uh, three years ago especially with fish at the four pound and bigger range in cool water, pull them out of the water. And all of a sudden there's blood coming down yep. from the gills. And this is a fish that has been caught on a, on a little bitty, a little bitty Ned rig hook. That's mm -hmm. in the lip. It's just a, a problem. So there is a lot of challenges. So I think with maybe numbers being down fish moving in the pressure, it only makes sense to go with something that's, a little bit more finesse. Um, and I swear, um, again, I've got a lot of the 3.3 Kai tech, which I'm still going to use this fall. I just, but for me, if something, you know, the 2.8 works better, um, it's sort of, even with the, again, the teeny wee crawfish, I remember the next size up doing a, just on a river, just kind of swimming them both for a day. It was 10 to one, hmm. a little guy catching more than the, the one that was, uh, you know, that size bigger. That little crankbait's got me intrigued. I wonder how well it would work in the lake setting. What's the dive depth with that? It's, Do you think you can get that down? three feet. And I will tell you back in the day, you know, when you were probably living in Green Bay and when there were more schools of smaller fish, I literally can remember spending an hour catching 30 and 40 fish, all small, on the teeny wee crawfish. I also um, 
and I did an article because uh, I'm a follower of Rick Taylor, who is the guru when it comes to solar lunar tables. His are in the, the rudimentary one is in Bassmasters every issue, but he gets more detailed. And I did an article with Rick. And then I, I before I did the article, I wanted to read his book, not just, you know, look at his little calendar. Mm-hmm. And I he noted he'd never given a 100. And I emailed him. I go, Rick, hmm. go back and look at uh, June 29th, June 30th, and July 1st of your 2000 or 2001. He emails back. He goes, I did. I gave a, I gave a 100 on like July 1st. That year. Well, I can tell you, Travis, I was out on those three days with, this was before I began using other stuff. So mm-hmm. it was you know, a long time ago. I'm out um, south of Sturgeon Bay, um, north of uh, a little uh, north of Little Sturgeon and uh, Sand Bay. The wind's blowing like crazy. But anyways, I'm out on those three days, pretty much only using this and actually a little smaller version uh, of the uh, like a twister tail. I did like 240 smallmouth. In three days, but I will tell you that there was only one that was bigger than 15 inches. Sure. Oh, yeah, that was in the day when there weren't as many big fish, but still, I'm using this little guy. And I, I mean, I still remember the third day, I was being blown so hard, I actually put my PFD on. Hmm. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but so, I mean, it, it, for me, it, years ago, it did work up there. I think now the problem is it doesn't dive deep enough. Right, right. And it does come in a version that's got a bigger build, same size, the deep diving version that's like a six, seven footer. That might work. So listen, I really appreciate you coming on the show. If people want to learn a little bit more about yourself or follow you on social media or, or take part in some of these uh, activities that you have and, and just keep up with you, what's a good way for them well, to do that? We're actually going mean, to put those links down below you know, as well. You know, I think it's kind of funny. You know, I if you would just Google Bill Schultz fishing, it's like a lot of stuff comes up. Gotcha. Um, sure. I mean, some Kalen's videos from years ago, articles and things like that. But if anyone would, you know, want to be on my Smalley group, just smalleycentral at gmail.com, S M A L L I E central at gmail.com. Um, and I do, you know, probably 25, 30, emails a year. And I, you know, I taught in more recent ones. I've talked about these little swim baits. I, you know, mm-hmm. I, um, it, you know, I think it's worthwhile because I got people that are not just in Wisconsin and Northern Illinois on my group. And I do have the Smalley central page on, on Facebook. Okay. That's another possibility, but I, I just say, you know, emailing me and getting on my, uh, my group is, uh, is a good one. Awesome. Good stuff. Well, listen, Bill, thanks for uh, for joining us today. A lot of great information. And yeah, thanks, Travis. It was really nice seeing you. Thank you so much. You got a great show. Awesome. Thank you. And as always, guys, until next time, we'll see you on the water. Thanks so much for listening today. Make sure that you're subscribed to the show and follow us on Instagram at Smallmouth Crush. Also, the YouTube channel, Smallmouth Crush. And if you feel so inclined, please leave us a five-star rating and comment with a review below. And as always, until next time, we'll see you on the water.